Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps in the blood of our listeners and we ramble on about old school games. In today's episode, we're going to have a brief chat about the basic accessory number five and number six. Then we're going to jump over to some listener voicemails. Remember, no mortal can outrun a Red Cap. So as always, I hope you can sit back, listen, and enjoy. So AC5 and AC6, both of these are collections of blank character sheets. And I got to tell you, it is outrageous and nearly theft that Wizards of the Coast would try to charge someone for the PDF versions of these, but they do. The sad part is they're not even consistent in their charging. AC5, which is for the basic side of the game, they charge $5 for those blank character sheets. AC6, which is for the expert uh, characters, they're charging a dollar. That's Canadian prices. I don't know what that is in American. There must be something super special about that AC5 book, I can hear you muttering. And nope, nope, it's just blank character sheets. There's nothing else in there. It's not like uh, they've included an adventure or anything else, just blank character sheets for basic that they're selling for $5. There are so many great designs out there. Uh, you can get free PDFs from basic fantasy, from old school essentials, from basically anybody who makes a OSR game that's styled off of BX. You could use that sheet <laughs> for basic um, that it seems silly that anybody would ever pay for this. Personally, I'm a fan of using simple three by five index cards with stats and character information on one side and the inventory on the other. Um, but I'm interested though. Uh, what are your favorite character sheets? And actually, how about this folks? Drop me an email, send me a Twitter message, discord, whatever. Um, send me something via all my contact information is on the website, www.theredcaps.net. But send me a picture of your favorite character sheet design extra bounty points if you fill it all in with a character that you like. And if I get enough entries, uh, you know, enough people sending in stuff uh, like that, I'll create a blog post and show all the different uh, character sheets. It doesn't need to be for BX, send it for whatever game you enjoy. Uh, I think it'd be cool. Character sheets are kind of their own art form in many ways. So yeah, I'm going to give a big, big pass on AC5 and AC6. If you are a collector, if you are a person who is trying to collect all the original TSR materials, uh, be aware that it is incredibly difficult to find a good condition or a mint condition AC5 or AC6, and they sell for hundreds of dollars on eBay. Um, so, I mean, if that's the, the route you're going, maybe they are, they are worth something in that sense. But for the average person who just wants to play, don't. Don't go anywhere near these, these two accessory products. Uh, they're kind of a a waste of money and honestly it's a disappointment that wizards of the coast is even selling them for money it should be a pay what you want or just free uh on uh, drive through rpg all right so that's that's the nice quick getting ac5 and ac6 out of the way we'll return to the rest of the accessory series here uh as the days march on but for the rest of this episode i want to go to calls so when we go to calls we have to play the song cue the song Hey there, Red Caps. It's Che from Roleplay Rescue Podcast. Just wanted to say a big thank you for the show interviewing Greg Gillespie. I absolutely loved hearing about him talking about his development of Mega Dungeons and all of the other stuff that goes with that. 
Really appreciated you taking the time to interview him. It's an amazing coup for you, I think, to get him on there. So just a massive thank you. And um, yeah, I hope you're well. Be well. Game on. Hey, Kevin, this is Jason. Great, great interview with Chris. Really, really enjoyed it. Thanks for asking about Iron Falcon. That's really exciting news. I'm glad to see there's a lot going on there. I haven't checked the forums for a few years now, but I need to get back over there. Um, exciting stuff. Definitely something everybody should check out. Um, yeah, just great, great stuff all around. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon. What's up, Kevin? Awesome kickoff to OSR October, man. I'm excited to see what you and all the other folks have to offer, especially when y'all are going to talk about adventures and stuff. Because like I said, on somebody else's show, I don't remember who's at this point. I think it was Rob C's, but that's the kind of stuff I like to hear. But I, I did find your definition of the OSR interesting. I haven't heard it framed that way before, where if a system could be used to run some of those old TSR adventures without having to modify it than their OSR. I that's cool, man. That's a broad definition and I enjoy that. You know, like you look at 5E, 5E fits that, uh Pathfinder fits that. You could I mean they literally have done that with 5th edition D&D with uh the Ghost of Salt Marsh. They've just directly ported that old adventure into into 5th edition and yeah, same with Pathfinder. You I I could easily take keep off the borderlands and just run it as written with pathfinder and it would it would work the same i would probably be it, yeah i don't know would it be more dangerous that that ghost of salt marsh for fifth edition is pretty gosh darn deadly especially that first adventure in the haunted house like it's pretty brutal on first level characters. So yeah, I imagine keep off the borderlands would be like, ha, keep off the borderlands. I love you, Spencer. Keep on the borderlands would be like that too. But I just, I found that really interesting, man. So you have a good one. I'm excited for more episodes and I will talk to you soon. Peace out. All right. So we heard from Shay Webster from Roleplay Rescue, Jason Connerly from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and Joe Richter from Hindsightless, all calling in with some excellent calls. Thank you, gentlemen. That was fantastic. Shay, yes, it was awesome having him on. It was an amazing coup. This whole month, I've been scheduling interviews, and every time I reach out to somebody and they say yes, it feels exactly like that, like an amazing coup. Um, it's a huge testament to how open the community is is uh, in general uh, where i've reached out to a bunch of diff different creators and everybody's been very generous with their time so if you enjoyed that interview listen up for the other ones that are coming um there is a interview that should be dropping tomorrow here on the podcast with the folks from save or die sorry save for half um and you've got the uh, matt finch interview should be coming out next week um, and there's a few others that are coming. So there is a lot of really cool um, creators that will be featured here in the podcast this month. So stay tuned. Um, and going over to the one that kicked the ball off, uh, as Jason was mentioning, Chris Gonnerman's uh, episode was awesome. He's a fantastic guy to talk to, a lot of fun. And yeah, stay tuned to the forums on their site for the contest and the new developments coming up in Iron Falcon um, and Basic Fantasy. Uh, that's a great forum just to go browse anyhow. Uh, there's a lot of really nice people on there and it's really cool how they, how they operate. Um, but yeah, definitely keep an eye out for those, those developments. The, as for Joe's call, um, yeah, I've, I kind of liked that definition of it where, you know, it's, it's based off of what you can do with the system easily. 
I will push back on the whole 5e um, side because I think the fact that Goodman Games has been releasing massive tome books uh, redoing for example, keep on the borderlands to make it compatible with 5e shows that you do have to do quite a bit of conversion or there just wouldn't be a need for that product. Um, that said, 5e is mechanically closer to um, to like an OSR style game than either third edition Pathfinder or obviously fourth edition ever were. So there is a lot of uh, similarities there for all the, the slack that gets thrown in 5e's direction. Um, I think a lot of people have demonstrated uh, that you can strip 5e down and make it very OSR-ish or old school-ish. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's difficult just to say you can run the adventure in in those systems and have it be exactly the same. As you said, like the character power levels and stuff and the, and the assumptions, things like time it takes to heal um, and the availability of healing is dramatically different between the newer editions of games and the ones that were meant to, to run there. So some of the balance is way off. Uh, although again, who cares about balance, right? But um, I, I think there's some assumptions that were built in uh, for the older systems that makes the adventure run a certain way that if you just directly pick it up and drop it into the newer edition, you might be able to get away with running it, but it wouldn't be the same experience without having to do a lot of tinkering, which is again, why Goodman Games is making buckets of money off those massive massive books that i want to pick up some but i also don't because <laughs> i i feel like i don't really need them i can just run the original adventures on on the games i need but um but yeah thank you for the call in gentlemen and uh stay tuned to everybody who's doing stuff with osr october it's really really fun listening to all the podcasts i'm now starting to fall a little bit behind i was doing a great job of keeping up and now my my podcatcher is uh is getting a little bit backlogged so i have to find Maybe go for some more walks. I could probably use that for a health reason. Just get out and walk some more and listen to more of these podcasts. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for the calls, gentlemen. All right, folks, as I'm recording this, there is just a little bit over a week left until we get to the due date for the Child Hero Contest, October 21st. Send in an entry. You can do it via voicemail. You can do it via sending me a WAV file in an email or sending me a WAV file on uh, Discord. You can send me just a normal text message, like an email or a message on uh, the on the blog or on Discord or anything along those lines. I will read it out for you on the, on the episode. Get an entry in. There's only been about 10 entries or so in, so you've got really good odds of getting a prize because there's going to be three prizes drawn. Three copies of the face folio are going to be drawn, and then the grand prize will have the, the gift cards. Um, if you're able to, if, uh, if financially it's possible and you would like to do a donation that earns you a bonus entry into the contest as well, um, and you help support Extra Life and the Toronto Sick Kids Hospital, which would be greatly appreciated. It's a fantastic cause, but don't feel obligated. Just doing an entry via uh, text or voice is more than enough to get yourself into the contest. All right, folks, that wraps up the Red Caps podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and that you were eager to come back for more. The call-in number is open. Uh, it's 385-273-3227. I've stopped linking to the Anchor voicemail um, because I found some people are having some issues with it. Uh, so there is now a speak pipe open. And if you just go to www.theredcaps.net, all the different ways to contact me are listed there. Pick the one is most suitable for you and reach out. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you very so much for listening. Remember, never let your caps dry out. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll talk again soon.